Good morning, LinkedIn. Good Robert. How are you doing? Well, good morning, LinkedIn, and good morning, Doreen. You know, Doreen, today, ChatGPT hmm. tells me that I'm doing fine. Oh, so that must be true. <laughs> Gotta be true. ChatGPT said it. And happy new year, everyone, 2023. Ooh, what a journey. If you wake up healthy, you know, if you wake up this morning and if you wake up healthy, let's be grateful. You know, this is going to be a wonderful day and a wonderful show today. Well, you know what I always say? It's good when you don't wake up dead. Yeah, right? Like you you would you would try to avoid to wake up dead <laughs> anyway so today today who and i'm sure you have heard of it if you haven't heard of it where have you been right as usual let us know where you are tuning in from we have a beautiful international community are we live yes we are live we are tuning from and what do you think about chat gdp because everyone is talking about chat gdp so like what's what's the deal here what do you think about it i think this is the first time that we are getting so much excited or at least people are getting so much excited about uh, ai this is not new but you know there is raising concern about it as well you know like some people see it as an opportunity and others see it as a threat, you know, as adversity, like how this thing is going to steal my job, how this this thing is going to kill people. So there is a big debate out there. And this is what we're going to talk about today. But, you know, here's the thing. No matter which side of the fence you sit on, if you're pro or con, it's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. So it's in our best benefit to learn it try and understand it and try to use its power for good. Don't you think so, Doreen? Uh, oh, do you see that? Do you see that? Can uh -oh. you hear me? Uh-oh, uh I think, uh, wait. Synthetic media refers to any media that is generated or manipulated by computer algorithms, rather than captured by cameras or recorded by microphones. This can include things like deep fake videos, computer-generated images, and text generated by language models like ChatGPT. So ChatGPT is a type of synthetic media, specifically, synthetic text generation. The main difference is that deepfake videos alter or manipulate the content of real video or audio. While ChatGPT generates text from scratch, it does not alter or manipulate real text. So, ChatGPT can be considered a form of synthetic media that generates new text, rather than altering existing text or images. I was created by Robert using synthetic media. What do you think, Doreen? Uh-oh, uh somebody just hijacked our show. What, what was that? Mm. Sounds like that was synthetic media. So you, you heard what she said, synthetic media is just a way of altering things mm -hmm. hmm. so have you ever used um ai synthetic media how how do you see it as an opportunity yeah that's what we want to know from you all have you ever used synthetic media have you used chat gpt have you used artificial characters have you used artificial voiceovers have you used anything like that 
And if so, what has been your experience? Because as you can see, well, one just took over our show. That was that was a weird experience, like literally. <laughs> so, scary. but you know, outside of the scary like aspect of it and yes you know using synthetic media like i do believe and we're gonna talk about you know why we should be afraid of ai and why we should not be afraid of ai during today's conversation but i see here like that can be also a great opportunity to create new businesses and i know rob that you are working on something new that can be a game changer for corporate communication so tell us more about it Absolutely. So if you look at the video that we just saw, that was an artificially generated person. She was not real. Her voice was not real. Now, the text that she said, I created that. So my new company, what we're doing is we're helping organizations to communicate better, clearer, quicker and more concise by using, well, synthetic media. And so that was just an example of something that we can do. So if you have a message that you need to give out to all employees or if you have policies and procedures that need to be documented or heck, just a real estate agent that wants to show off a new property, there are new and unique ways that you can do it using synthetic media like what we just saw and creating scripts in chat GPT. So I think there are a lot of opportunities for people out there who will take hold and grab hold of those opportunities. So if you're thinking about a message you need to communicate to some people in your organization. Send me a message on LinkedIn and let's talk. Let's talk, people. This is the present. This is no longer the future of communication. This is the present of communication. So let's do it. The sooner you get on the boat, the better. So now let's let's look at three um, three reasons why people should be afraid and a lot of people are already afraid of of using ai and all the buzz you know around chat gdp like amplifies those those uh, those fears so what what is the the, the first one Oh, the first reason you should be afraid of ChatGPT is misinformation. You see, uh, ChatGPT is like any other artificial intelligence language model. It can be used to spread false information and manipulate public opinion, especially when it's not properly moderated. So let's just give an example. Really, it's just data that you put into it and it's trained. So if you put false data into it, it's going to be trained to answer questions based on the false data that is input. So that's a very real danger of mm -hmm. using things like chat GPT. So that's your first one, misinformation. Uh, you know, I think it's it's even more it's even more important to to look at it and to to really consider this perspective, because we know now that more and more people and especially the youngest generation, but like everyone they go to social media to educate themselves. They go to social media to search for information, right? Less and less people will go find a book, read a book, open a book to educate themselves. So when you know that the majority of people now are looking, are going to social media to find information, if you find like, uh, 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 like, AI videos, which we will find more and more, you know, uh, like, communicating about like spreading misinformation this is becoming an issue and that can have a, a bigger impact of than what i believe we think yeah absolutely 
Right. So, so when it comes to um, another reason actually to uh, be afraid of social media, it is biases. Because, and you said it, AI and the information that you can find through AI was entered by a human, right? So all humans, all of us, men and women, we do have bias based on our culture, based on the environment we were born in, based on a lot of things, right? So if I create AI and videos and I want to communicate, the inform there is a strong chance that the information I will provide you are biased, right? So this is like, I, I don't know, what, what do you think about it? Yeah, I think... I think it's a big deal because if you look at initially when AI came out, uh, the types of people that had AI characters, most of them were uh, white men and white women. And most of the voices were white mm. American English men and women, which doesn't necessarily represent the world population. Mm -hmm. And so it creates a bias. But now you see more and more characters of different races, of different ages, and even different voices, different accents. The young lady we just listened to had a British accent. You mm -hmm. know, so now you're starting to see some diversity in the AI characters. But if you only saw like blue Smurf-like characters, anybody remember the Smurfs? Like that was a good cartoon, right? <laughs> if you only saw blue Smurf-like characters, then that would be kind of your view of the world. Mm -hmm. So you could have some unnecessary biases with uh, AI and chat GPT. Yeah. And let's look at the comment here. We have a few people joining us. I see Steven. Hello, Steven. How are you doing? Ashwin also, who says hi, Robert, Enderin, and three uh, uh, producers, uh, video producers who say, hey, 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 everyone. Welcome on the show. And let us know, what do you think about AI? Are you on the like hype side? Are you uh, on the fear side? Do you think like this is a game changer? Do you think it's going to make our life easier? Or do you think is it going to impact our life in, in ways that are not so positive. So let us know what you think about AI because th this is a big deal. This is a big deal. And Roberto here says, I believe that the problem is not chat GDP uh, or AI, but the people that will be using them to do bad and fraudulent things. It is nothing new. That is a very Great. good point, actually. Like everything, everything that you see something new or anything, anytime that you think you see something new or something, you know, that will be changing the way we operate, the way we think, the way we do things on a daily basis. There is some good. And I do believe when people create things, they have like the good in mind. But unfortunately, some people who are uh, evil <laughs> will divert it to uh, to do bad things. Well, it's like Star Wars, right? You have the force in Star Wars. And the force, you could either be on the good side or you could be on the dark side of the force, right? The so, choice yeah. is yours. Exactly. We all have a choice. So now let's let's take a look at, at why, again, we, we should be afraid, you know, like that should be a real, real concern. Job losses. Job losses. 
Look, chat GPT is like any other one of those what they call language learning models. You can use it to automate certain processes. So, for example, you could use it to automate customer service chat interactions. Could know they're doing that now already. So that results in job losses for human service customer service representatives. But let me, you know, I was listening to um to Gary B the, the other day, and he said, you know, when people created um um how we call it um you know uh, agriculture machinery mm -hmm. people that were very upset because they were like yeah but you know like the machinery will we are all going to lose our job and somehow it's true now when you go to a farm you will see less people working in the land right and working on the farm but on the other side and this is something that we're going to talk about a little bit later yes there is more efficiency but then it creates a new set of jobs right, right? so why on one side we are losing jobs it is true like ai is still like a machine right it's still a software it's still something that needs a human behind in order to make it work and you need humans also also in order to consume it and you know like when we were looking at ai video and we're going to showcase more videos uh, that was created by rob i was i was thinking you know it's fun it's cool but let's see let's see it like it's never going to replace us rob and i on the good morning linkedin show because this is us this is our critical thinking this is our vibe this is our energy this is the the the, the, the dynamic and the the, the environment that we are creating that makes us us right and that makes this show so even if we want to replace us for example as a live stream host that wouldn't work so yeah, there's no robot that could replace us, no, at least not, we're so not yet. Good. Yes, I'm so good. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you know, so I think you have sometimes to change the perspective. Yes, it may impact your work, but it's going to create new jobs. So it's up to you then to ensure that you uh, upskill yourself and that you upgrade your skills so you can stay uh, still relevant in the game. It's it's a continuous game, you know, of learning, doing, unlearning, and upskilling. This is this is the name of the game. Yeah, and you know that that's an interesting point, though. You have to always keep your skills fresh because I just remember I was born in a time before the internet was even created, oh. and so now here I am on a show being broadcast over the internet that's weird you know and leveraging the internet for your own you know growth absolutely so, so yeah so those are three reasons why you should be afraid of chat gpt but aren't there some reasons that you should you know like it because we should yeah. be afraid because of misinformation also because of bias but then also because of job losses now let's let's take a look at the good part here efficiency and that's something that i mentioned right efficiency so rob was telling me that he used chat gdp G, gpt chat gpt to write our show note today and, you know, before the show, we go through the show note, either he writes it or I write it, and then we go through it and we, you know, we make a few comments. 
and that was pretty good and that was good and i even didn't know you know that he didn't write it basically <laughs> because that was very well <laughs> that was very well done well and see this is this is what i mean by it won't replace a human though i used chat gpt to create the show outline but Doreen and I still put in the meat and potatoes of the show. So I asked it for, and I actually asked the program, I said, give me nine reasons why people should like ChatGPT. Then I also said, give me nine reasons why you should be afraid of ChatGPT. And then I just stripped out the best three. So coming up with ideas is, is really good. And it made it more efficient. I, I, I wrote the show notes in about 10 minutes, honestly, today, Doreen. Oh, Jesus. It's good. No, this, this is going to be a life, a life changer and a lifesaver, right? Because it takes a lot of time to write show notes, and especially on, uh, on the show like Good Morning LinkedIn, where we talk about trending topics. So we do a lot of research and we want to ensure that we compile uh, the most relevant information to share them with you so you know still of course the research will be done by us uh, we will put everything together but sh like chat gdp gpt and i have some challenging pronouncing this 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 name today but that will that will really help you know maybe organize our thoughts in a way that we wouldn't have thought of so i think it's kind of cool now the next point what people should not be afraid of uh, uh, AI, but I will put a question mark here. I'm curious to hear what you think about it mm. because um, I may disagree here. You may disagree? I may disagree. Well, I think, even though Doreen may disagree, I think ChatGPT can help with creativity. I think it can help you to generate creative content ideas and in some instances, maybe creative content for people who just want to take the lazy way out. But but in all seriousness, I think it helps you come up with some ideas on what you want to do and it helps with creativity. But Doreen, what say you? I disagree because when you rely too much on outside help to do something, you don't train your brain to be creative and you don't train your brain to develop your critical thinking and i do believe critical thinking and creativity even though they are like two separate things they come together and let me give you a concrete example there is a story that came up in the news in france uh, last week um, and that was about um, a university engineer uh, university where uh, 15 students, okay, they had a, 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 um, an, essay, an essay to write, and the 15 students used chat GPT, okay? And so the professor noticed that even though they were not completely exactly the same, he realized that out of the 15 students, 10 would give examples of their grandfather and grandmother, right? And he realized that the structure was exactly the same on the 15 copies, right? And so I'm like, okay, if you use chat GDP at, GPT at work, if you use chat GPT in university, like what kind of professional are you becoming when you don't force your brain or you don't leave the space or you don't create the environment for your brain? to think and to do the work. So That's a good point. 
But let me ask you another question and let me bring up a different point. So, Doreen, do you have any artistic abilities? Can you draw or paint? Not really. <laughs> Neither can I. However, now this is just talking about synthetic media in general, not chat GPT. You know that there are a lot of programs out there nowadays that will let you essentially, quote unquote, draw just by typing in words. Now, if you just type in generic words, you get generic artwork. But the more creative you get with your words, the better your artwork. Let me show you a piece of artwork that I did just by typing in several words. So I was looking for something and I couldn't really find it. But I was able to, uh-oh, hold on. I was able to type in a few keywords and voila, that is so what, what I created. What were the keywords that you, you typed in? Oh, goodness. I can't remember now, but she's supposed to be a lawyer. Um, I needed her to have high cheekbones and some other things because I was trying to figure out a character that I was going to create for some training videos I'm trying to do. And it was a certain look that I was looking for. So I had to keep fine tuning it quite a bit. Now, doesn't she look like an attorney? Uh, it does, but let's let's get back to one of the points we mentioned here. We mentioned we talked about bias, right? And so when you typed in lawyer, that's what that's what the the AI generated a white woman. Or did you ask the AI that you wanted a white lawyer? Oh, that's a good question. Because if I did not ask specifically for a white lawyer, then that's what I got. But if I did, then that was good. You know, that's a very good question, Doreen. I wish I had the answer to that. Oh, that's a good question. You got mm -hmm. me stumped. See, because then you see, again, by default, this is portraying, even through art, an image that may not reflect, or that doesn't reflect, in that case, the reality of society. So that's just something Very to keep true. in mind. See, but, but here's the thing. I could have asked for a Black or an Asian lawyer specifically if I wanted to, but you are correct. Wow, that's a good... I didn't even think about that. You know what? What I would... I would be really curious to see if next time, if you could create another image asking for a black lawyer or an Asian lawyer. And oh, you then... can. Hold on. I got one for you. Just give me one second. Because then we could share the two pictures in our LinkedIn page. Good morning, LinkedIn. And let me plug it here. If you don't follow us on LinkedIn, Please don't forget to uh, like our LinkedIn page. Good morning, LinkedIn. This is where you can watch all the replays. This is where we share uh, uh, videos, uh, micro content, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All right, let me get the the. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Get the black one for you, Doreen. But that yes. was a very good question. Let's see here. Well, what are you looking at? Let me look at the comment here. What do we have here? Another comment from Rob who says, as far as I know, I used to work in customer service years ago, but I could comprehend the feeling that it would be very difficult that robots replace a man or woman over the phone. At some point, customer will be very fr frustrated. No need to be afraid. But you know, now it's rare when I call when I call a customer service or when I call yeah to talk to someone. And this is very annoying though. I must say this is very, very annoying. Another very. comment here from Brian who says, My favorite word, efficiency. GPT is a huge help there. Absolutely, Brian. And Stephen, who says, 
I was reading about OpenAI going through code and looking for vulnerabilities. They could do the same thing searching for bias. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what we are talking here. And actually, to the question I was asking, Natasha says, that's the default for AI. That's the thing. The default for AI is a white woman, a white man, you know, so it doesn't it doesn't represent us. So let me so look AI at has some now. DEI issues, huh? Mm hmm. Right. So who is this gentleman here? That is uh, the the black lawyer. Now, I specifically asked for a black lawyer and I asked for other things to try and fine tune it to get him looking the way that I wanted him to look. But uh, yeah, that's who that is. So let me ask you another question. Did you specify the gender? Yes. Okay. This because one I, I did. I actually looked at what I specified <laughs> this time. <laughs> oh, no. See, <laughs> I'm going to push you hard on this one. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I'm all for it, Doreen. I love it. <laughs> Okay, so after this great example of, you know, somehow creativity and somehow the bias, uh, you know, that exists uh, using uh, AI, uh, let's hear what she says. Exactly, and that's with my own picture being uploaded. That is crazy, right? Oh, so even when you upload your own oh, picture, wow. Natasha, the default is, is a white woman? That's what you're saying? Oh, that's that interesting. Yes. You have to tell me more about that, Natasha. Oh, yes. Tell, tell us more about it in the comment, Natasha, so we can share it with everyone else. Okay, so let's get back to the juice here. Uh, three reasons to not be afraid of AI. The first one is efficiency that resonated uh, with a lot of you. The second one is creativity that I got to disagree with Rob, but Rob, like, makes made some demonstration. <laughs> wait a minute. But wait, Doreen. So I asked ChatGPT to produce a poem for people who were going through a hard time, and it did. Okay, let's look at this poem. And let us know what you think about this poem, okay? <laughs> Darkest of days, when the night seems to last, and the weight of the world bears heavy on our past, when the future is uncertain and the road is unclear, it's easy to lose hope and give in to fear. But hold on to the light, let it guide you ahead, for in every storm there is a silver thread. With every step we take, we become stronger, and in the end, we'll find our way through the danger. Through the trials and tribulations, we will rise, our spirits unbroken, our determination wise. For every step we take is one step closer to the goal, and in the end, we'll reach it, heart and soul. So let us hold on to hope and never let it die, for it is the light that guides us through the night. With hope in our hearts, we will overcome the test and find our way to a brighter nest. That was pretty inspirational. Let's rise, people. Now, let me ask you a question. Who does who gets the, the, the intellectual property out of this poem? Ah, and that is where it becomes interesting. Uh, I don't know if you saw a recent news story where a college professor wrote a paper and he used chat GPT. So in the credits, he credited himself and he credited chat GPT. So that becomes very mm. interesting. I'm glad you asked that question. So would then chat G, uh, uh, PT like sue people for the intellectual property? Who knows? This is all new territory. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. I think there is a lot of uncertainty and that's, that is going to be uh, to create new jobs for lawyers, for sure. 
guys. Oh, absolutely. Well, lawyers always get paid, though, right? They all. God. Hey, look at what Natasha said. She said, yes, it generated a few pictures that resemble me. However, most of the pictures changed my skin tone and gave me light eye color. Wow. Mm. Wow. Uh, so this is like pure, like simple, pure demonstration of bias. Thank you for that, right? Natasha. I, I didn't yeah. know that. Because it, it, it may depend on which program you use, too, because I hadn't had that experience. That is scary. Wow. So it needs improvement anyway, like any new technology, sure. any new software, uh, it needs improvement. So, and it's because we speak up and we, because we get more, you know, diverse people working in those organizations, creating AI that the, the final product will be better uh, reflecting better, you know, the, the diversity of, of uh, our society. And last but not least, another reason not to be scared of AI is improved understanding. Yeah, look, ChatGPT has a way of explaining things in very simplistic terms if you ask it to. You can ask it to explain something to you like you're a child and it will break it down very nice and succinct. Then again, you can ask it to explain things to you like an adult. And I find that that's where it goes overboard. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, maybe I'm not an adult. So I, <laughs> so I, so I asked ChatGPT to explain to me what ChatGPT was in two different ways. I said, first, explain it to me like I'm an eight-year-old. Then I asked it to explain it to me like I was an adult. And I, I, I got to say, <clears throat> I like the eight-year-old response better. <laughs> Listen, I watched the two videos. The adult, the, the video uh, explaining to adult, like I was like the same. I was like, hmm, really? I, I don't I, I don't understand everything you're saying there. So I went back <laughs> to the video explaining to kids what uh, chat uh, or what AI chat uh, GPT is. So let's take a look at it. Chat GPT is a computer program that is really good at understanding and writing sentences, just like you are learning to do. It can help people write stories talk to computers, and even answer questions. It's like a robot that can talk and write like a person. It can help people do things faster and better, just like how a calculator helps you do math problems faster and better. But we still need people to teach it and to make sure it's giving the right answers. Now, didn't that make sense? Yes, and actually this is the perfect transition to a comment from um, uh, Stephen who says, and can you read it because I cannot, I cannot see it in full. Oh, wait a minute. How would you go about removing the biases? Would you remove it before you did the search or after you did the search? If you did it before, it was not your personality before you did the search, but you wouldn't get the same results as everybody's that's and that's where i can i cannot read oh that's a bias in itself oh wow that's an excellent point that is an excellent point how would you remove the biases would you remove it before you did a search or after you did a search if you did it before it was not your personality before you did the search but you wouldn't get the same result as everybody else yeah that's a very good question, actually. That and I don't know. Very good question. Yeah, neither do I. I don't know. Because, like, you write, uh, Stephen, you know, either you do your research before or after, the results will be different, right? So, yeah. 
if I had to answer something, I would say I would do the research before. So then the answer that I get is closer to what I am looking for. But then that will be including my own bias, right? Yeah. So that, that's a tricky situation because either you do the research before and you get an answer where you will get your own bias or you don't you do the research afterwards but then you will get an answer from someone else bias it's one of those chicken or the egg questions right mm -hmm. which one comes first yeah wow yeah. so very that's good. that's very good you know it's worth like thinking more about it because now yeah this is this is tricky so this is why this is why i like the people that listen to our show though because they challenge us they're so smart, smart. Smarter yes. than us. I mean, well, most people are smarter than me. So, I mean, but, but, but the AI, Chat GPT. Sorry, you were going to say something to me. No, 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 no. I was just about to say, hey, you know, we are hitting the, you know, I keep you uh, on track. I keep us on track. So, we are hitting yes, the 30 minutes mark. That was a great conversation. But please go ahead because, like, there's a lot to uncover about AI. Yeah, no, I, I was going to summarize as well. I think AI is one of those things where it's neither good nor bad. Um, it can be good and it can be bad depending on how you use it. So three reasons you should be afraid of AI. One, misinformation. Two, biases. And three, job losses. But there are reasons that you should not be afraid of AI. One, efficiency. Two, creativity. And three, improved understanding. So what do you think, Doreen? Good, bad, afraid, or not afraid? Which are you? So my French side would tend to take over with this kind of thing and be kind of skeptical <laughs> about AI. But on the other side, I'm, I'm very aware, you know, this is becoming the present and not only the future. So like, like everything new sometimes is challenging and yes, this is not perfect the way it is now. It will be challenging for a lot of people, including myself, including ourselves. Uh, but then because it pushes us outside of our comfort zone, it pushes us out to think differently and it's never a comfortable situation. But then as we go and we learn and we get better at it, I do believe that will be a great tool to use. But from my perspective, I would see, see it as a tool only that I need to understand and master somehow, at least for the use that I want to do, as opposed to see it as something that is revolutionary and that will, you know, change the world. So that's my perspective. Yeah, I think I'm kind of there with you. I, I see it as a tool. Uh, like I said, I, I created the show outline today using it, but it didn't write the whole show. It, I don't think it could ever do that efficiently and effectively, but it did help with an outline. And then you saw the poem that it created. That was such an inspirational piece of yeah. work. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I think it's a tool and I think we all need to learn how to use the tool effectively yeah. so that we can actually get work done more effectively and efficiently. But I also think there are some dangers because um, someone mentioned earlier about chat GPT uh, coding. There are some instances where the AI has found errors in code and has corrected code done by programmers. So do we ever get to a point where if you remember the Terminator movies where machines and start to code themselves 
and they start to code and program in ways that are harmful to humans because they don't need a human coder anymore. Do we ever get to that point? Yeah, I hope no. I hope no, really. Uh, but sometimes when you see, so some people will call them crazy, other people will call them genius, geniuses. But yeah, like how far do we want to push it? Like to what extent do we want it to be part of our daily life? I think at some point that will, that will, you know, how we say it, that will put like some critical philosophical questions and ethical questions. Yeah. Definitely. And thankfully, there are some groups now that are talking about ethical AI and okay. um, trying to implement some ethical standards. But it'll be just like anything else. Some people will use it for evil. I think Roberto yeah. asked the question earlier, why do we do cybersecurity? Because some mm. people are just bad. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you everyone for joining today's conversation. Thank you for your input. See, you learn from us, but we learn way, way more from you. Thank you for joining the conversation, for challenging us, right? And for bringing your perspective, for sharing your own experience, um, you know, with everything that we talk about on this show. This is really I love it. And I love spending time with all of you. We we'll, we'll truly enjoy it. So thank you for being here again. Happy New Year. And we will see you next week, Saturday, for another live episode of Good Morning LinkedIn. So you take care and you stay safe. Bye-bye, everyone. Peace out.